0: Forever.
1: Dog. The customer is always wrong. Dead wrong. This week on the podcast, Sinclair Smith, the waitress.
2: Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast about YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kaytai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today on the podcast, we have a very exciting guest, brand new on the pod. Uh, he is the co-host of LA Podcast, a great podcast about local LA politics, but which I think would be interesting to anyone because it's ridiculous. We have Scott Fraser. Yay!
0: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on.
1: We're so excited to have you. Huge fans, huge fans. Mm-hmm love like um, podcast. um we are so excited to talk to
2: you about this silly 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 book
0: oh my god it's so silly i <laughs> that's the best word for it honestly <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, scott do you have any kind of childhood history with these books
0: yes um the reason why i love you guys show so much is because i i grew up uh being obviously i always say about myself like a total indoor kid and like uh <laughs> a, you know the the person who was super excited about the scholastic book fairs and everything yes! but like i always just have memories of living in arizona going to the public library and pulling off whatever paperback novel i could find that was in the ya section based on the um based on the cover and like christopher pike books and like um, the like countdown novels that were like the stand for teenagers and stuff like that the I countdown books.
2: novels what are those
0: it was like this it was like a millennium based thing where it was like each book was a month progressing towards the new millennium and then there were like demons and stuff, but like there were like only teenagers left in the world basically they rolled oh, wow. i don 't even remember who wrote them I just I just deeply remember the series.
2: We're going to have to add that to the list. That sounds very interesting.
1: Yeah, that sounds really cool. Whoa, my stuff just got boosted crazy wow, high. Yeah, it
2: did. Hold on.
1: What is occurring? <laughs> that has never, ever happened. And now it's stopped doing it. That is so scary. Okay.
2: <laughs> there is a ghost in my what microphone. Is happening right now? You
1: guys, okay. I think maybe
0: somebody's playing pranks on you. Deadly pranks. (laughs) Oh
1: my god, nonstop pranks that everyone's like, it's a joke. It's fine.
2: (laughs) That person threatening to kill you is just having a good jest on you. (laughs) Such a good jest.
0: I kind of wondered, like, okay, I have to full disclosure say, like. Nobody ever really played pranks on me, but I, if these things happened to me, I wouldn't really <laughs> think that they were pranks, like being locked in a walk-in freezer or yeah. you know creepy no phone way. calls.
2: No, the pranks in these not. books are never pranks, and they're always assumed. Like every time you talk to a cop, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, something teenagers they love to do. They love to play dead <laughs> death pranks on each other.
1: I want to say that in this book, the Mean Girl activity was off the charts truly truly and also just like this girl the bully is absolutely unhinged her like her setting her up and being like you should come to my party and then she goes and she's like so you think you can walk in here and
2: And were you guys shocked when it turned out garth was not in fact her boyfriend i could not believe yeah. that. my mind was blown
0: i did i actually didn't believe it i felt i, <laughs> yeah, I felt I like garth was, was straight up lying <laughs> i i
1: did i did feel like he was lying and also like did you feel like because i'm pulling up a picture right now um th- the the way that, that that sinclair smith is trying to set up these people as red herrings is like like to me i'm like <laughs> yes, because the way that she has Virgilia. Right. First of all, 10 out of 10 name. Would do business again. Um her, but but when she when she's having um Paula, our main character, her thoughts about Garth Zvecker, who is the hot boy. Garth Zvecker.
0: All-time name. That's all-time so names.
1: These are really good names. She she literally, she's like. She has no reason to not really believe him except for, and this is before he's like, by the way, like, you're being gaslit by this girl. And we're all being gaslit by this girl who's like claiming that I'm her boyfriend, but like, I tried to break up with her and she wouldn't break up with me before that happened. So she has no reason to think that he's like evil. And she's like, you certainly are a fun guy, Garth Zvecker. She said to herself, (laughs) you're fun and good looking and sweet and sexy and I bet
2: you're hiding something. Which, to me, I was (laughs) like, what is he hiding? Like, I I was like, what? Like, what, Paula? I thought, honestly, that was maybe the best piece of writing in the whole thing. Because (laughs) it was so pulpy. Right. So, like, everything else, it was like, why are you so afraid of this person? Why are you so threatened by this person? Like, okay, so Trixie first was like, um Trixie being the owner of this uh diner that uh Paula our main character works at she arrives and she's like hey girl so excited you're working here but you don't even have any experience and she's like is she gonna kill me I was like why are we jumping to this assumption (sighs) immediately and it's like supposed to be it's like vaguely set up as well she's taking this English class in school and mm-hmm. Mr. Woods has told them all to, like, think about suspense and about the fact that, like, anybody you know could actually be a killer. Mm. But then that's never really brought up again. Like, I would have liked it if over the course of the book, she, it was, like, referenced, like, oh, my God, this class has really, like, fucked me up in the head or <laughs> I don't yeah, know, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to read the back of the book before I forget.
1: Yeah, please, please. And our
2: listeners are just like floundering.
1: They're like, what, ha, but who's <laughs>
2: Paula? But who's Garth Zwecker? What is the plot of this book? Could it be that like a teenage girl thinks somebody's gonna kill her and people are playing pranks? I've never heard of such a thing." <laughs> okay, so we've got second logline. The food oh, oh, yeah. is great. The service is deadly. Nice. That is so much better than the yes. front of the yeah. book logline, I gotta well,
1: say. Because the front of the book logline you can't do like a dot 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 and then another dot dot dot. It's like the customer is always
2: hmm, wrong. I said wrong <laughs> when it's not a customer. <laughs> it's like P.S. P.P.S. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a customer who is threatening her. So I'm annoyed by that kind of misdirect. Anyway, bag the book. Dying for a good meal. Come on over to the doghouse where Paula works after school. It's a great place to meet your friends if they're still alive. At the doghouse, accidents can happen, and they often do. You could wind up with more than just an upset stomach. You might just wind up dead. Of course, when things go wrong, everybody always blames the waitress. Now Paula's first job might be her last. Not a bad summary. Like no. a pretty fun summary. But are people ending up dead? No.
0: By the I time mean, we got lying, to the end of the but... book, I, I feel <laughs> like by the time you get to the end of the book, it is extremely accurate. But for like maybe the first like two thirds, I was kind of like, what are they talking about? Yeah, <laughs>
3: like, yeah no.
1: Really, I was like,
2: where's the threat, please?
1: There's <laughs> literally like no stakes. It's just like her being like, oh. Well, I guess like Trixie's mean.
2: So there's well, that. Trixie's just like, temperamental she's moody but she's not nearly moody enough in my opinion to be like Uh it's like you said um, she's like a red herring but she's such a weak red herring that by the time it was like oh she's not a red herring she's actually the killer I was like no she isn't
1: yeah no I was like (laughs) you're lying I was was disappointed in Sinclair Smith because I because okay when we start the book (laughs) Trixie's like (laughs) Or not Trixie, uh Paula. She's like, I cannot have Trixie find out that I do not know how the fuck to be a waitress because if she finds out, I'm gonna get murdered. Yeah. And <laughs> Trixie's like like Trixie is extremely um unpredictable and kind of she was a little scary because like when the she locks her in the freezer. Thing, yeah. Yes. I was like and and the fact that everyone, like cookie and um, Virgilia were just like, "Oh, that's just how she is." And I was like, "But <laughs> but why?" But, but what yeah, about
0: was... <laughs> Osha, guy? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Not compliant. <laughs> Truly
1: like, can you imagine like telling one of us like, yeah, the first day on the job, like I went in and like, I don't know, she just like kept like getting really angry at me for no reason and then like laughing and then she locked me in a walk-in freezer and then like laughed. I would be like, this is not worth
2: this <laughs> job. Like This is not worth what in 1991 was probably like 3.14 an hour. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And there's not not ever even like um like there's no real reason why she needs to have the job, right? Cuz she says mm-hmm. her mom has like a high-powered job in this town yeah. that only has two restaurants, which I thought was kind of funny, but
1: <laughs> They used to have a drive-in that <laughs>
2: Closed right. mysteriously. I was very confused. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, really? You gotta you gotta close down a whole drive-in because like somebody was poisoned. Like, can't we just like investigate the crime <laughs> instead of going, Well, that place is evil. <laughs> All done. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> they're just like put some
1: shutters on it we got to start over we're going to do this like dog theme burger restaurant which like by the way how exhausting right this is like eating at fucking calf grat where you have to be like i'll order the i am loved but instead you're like i'll order the bow wow wow with cheese like absolute fucking nightmare i i would not eat at that restaurant even if it was the only fucking restaurant in town i would refuse to say bow wow wow burger each, and
0: Paula each has patty a point. you just add a new oh, wow. wow which is yeah. yeah that is exhausting that's the right <laughs> like, word for it Like
2: oh shit i want to get this with cheese bacon and avocado <laughs> <laughs> can i get the bow wow wow wow? chicka yeah. wow yeah can i get the
1: bow wow chicka wow wow
2: wow <laughs> you like, have to do that you
1: have to like
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nightmare nightmare restful. uh and she had a point when Or, uh, Trixie, I kept thinking that the main character was Trixie because I felt like Trixie was more of a Paula for some reason. I can't explain this. You're right. Um, but so Trixie's telling Paula how the orders work with the whole bow wow wow. And then she says, and when someone orders a hot dog, we don't call it a hot dog, we call it a wiener dog. So you call out wiener, and she's like, well, couldn't I just say dog? But yeah, I don't know. She seems crazy, so I guess I won't bring this up.
1: I do like that Paula is picking her battles because like a lot of times in her head, she's like, this is weird. And then she's like, but I'm not going to say anything because like this restaurant is Trixie's fucking life. So I'm just going to let it go, which I was like, respect, you know, pick your battles. Mm -hmm.
2: I would have respected it a little more if I didn't also feel like she was the most self-centered person on earth yeah we had another main character villain here
0: mm-hmm. yeah she was i mean i was trying to i was trying really hard to like think back to middle school high school be like okay i also had a weirdly disproportionate sense of like i don't know the scale of consequences yeah. <laughs> and things like that but even by that standard i felt like paula was out there like it was like Trixie was smiling at her and then what was that in her eyes does she want to murder me like it (laughs) was kind of like whoa paula what's going on (laughs) in your head
2: (laughs) yeah it was one thing to be like the teenage level of like catastrophe where you're like oh my god she's gonna find out i don't have waitressing experience I felt that before. I was very stressed out. Whenever I wanted to get a waitressing job, my friends were like, just lie and say you have experience in it. I'd be like, they're going to see right through me. Yeah, yeah. And like felt like getting fired was the worst thing that could possibly happen. But on top of that, Paula is like, and also she might kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was to like, everything. Taking to me. everything. Yeah. <laughs> <I think> except <laughs> for the things, except for the things kill that was, me.
1: Well. Except she for the things that I was like, girl, maybe this is weird. Yeah, like okay, the fake rat situation.
2: There I was, was so mad when it was fake. Also, I'm sick of these fake rodents. Yeah, I need the fake
1: insect rodent situation. Just Ugh, what a trope! Fucking
2: grows a fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> fucking man up and make it a real dead rat.
3: <laughs> Dynamo <laughs> rat. Rat. Like,
2: death throes, which is I when know. I was like, oh, I guess it really is a rat. Nope. Mm-hmm. This books got me again. Not real. Real back
0: like, in. The nope.
2: part the part that I was like,
1: we need to seriously talk about this though, Paula. Was when she was like, uh, the rat thing that's like really freaky. And then Virgilia holds the rat.
0: <laughs> uh, yes.
1: And from across the restaurant. Unhinged. Uh, absolutely unhinged. This is crazy. Is huge smile. Everybody's M-I-C- in the restaurant. K E Y M O U S E. End of chapter. <laughs> no consequences. We move on and she's just like, mm, I have to go to this party. And I was like <laughs> It's
2: like, no virgilia. we need to talk
0: Virgi- virgilia. yeah we, we need to talk about virgilia
1: she's
2: the classic we need to talk about blank the, <laughs> yeah
0: the restaurant classic. was empty at that point because people were oh, like flipping over tables yeah. and running out of the restaurant oh, yeah this, yeah this is a town that really doesn't um doesn't let restaurants get away with things when there's no. No. anything wrong they're they're Looking for the exits right away. They
2: actually, in this town, they don't have a health inspector. It's just like a community health inspector situation. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Truly, like, they saw the rat. People were like, we're at DEFCON 1, people. (laughs) And they were, like, fucking sprinting out, like, knocking each other over. People are getting
2: trampled. It was, like, very, very Not just running home, but running to City
0: Hall. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So funny.
2: Closed down the doghouse. Um, I, in my mind, I had forgotten and I thought everybody was still in the restaurant when Virgilia did this. they're gone. And that would have been beautiful because that would have been like truly like iconic camp moment. Yes. It's already very up there, but that just would have put it over the edge.
1: Yeah. That would have brought us to like, like putting a moose head on somebody (laughs) while you torture them territory. Unfortunately, she did it to an empty room.
2: Only uh, the employees, but still very good. Because I was Carolyn still present. Who's Carolyn? Oh, Carolyn's the, the, the mean girl, girl who who got served the rat.
0: Was she? I think she was.
2: Yeah. So that's Her pretty and Garth intense. Are there? Oh, I'm sorry, Coraline. 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 I thought it Coraline. was a little um, not as common. Yeah, but could not remember. So we've got. Yeah, Corlin is the mean bitchy girl. She thinks her boyfriend is Garth Svecker.
1: That's the other thing. There are when a lot in fact, of people. they went on a date. There are a lot of people in this book that I'm like, they need to talk to like a friend or somebody like, somebody needs to go up to these people, to the Virgilias, to the Coralines and be like, <laughs> are you okay? Because like clearly something is happening with you where you are so delusional. You think that this person's your boyfriend. And also like, the lengths that she went to, w- went through to humiliate. Oh, she also punches her in the head.
0: Yeah, <gasps>
2: she punches oh, Helen. God, about that.
0: She knocks During, her unconscious. Yes.
2: Dancer size, which
0: is yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, not easy to path. do. Like. No. no,
2: and on the side of the head. Yeah, it she. was as though she had like studied where she needed to oh, hit my God. her or least something. impact. mm Hmm. And this was after she's like insisting their best friends all of a sudden, insisting that Paula come to her party, which is being held at the, what is it? Doghouse? What is it called? Is it at the doghouse? Yeah, it's at the restaurant. And there's a fucking That's right. band. <laughs> there is a band. And so it's impossible to hear people. Right? So when she walks in, she just sees Carolyn mouthing like, get here or... Or doing and blah blah blah. And she can't hear what Corlin is saying. And so she's trying to guess at what she's saying. And she's like, Oh, I got here just a few minutes ago. Hope I'm not late. Like, yeah, came right over to say hi to you. And then the music cuts out, and Corlin's like, I didn't even invite you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. What are you carrying
2: my party for? First, you try to steal my boyfriend and then blah 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 blah. And it's weird. Isn't anybody else hearing? this, doesn't anybody else know that Garth is not her boyfriend? Somebody please pull her aside.
1: Well, her friends are useless because all they do is not along to what she says. Right. When you know that those bitches are talking shit about her behind <laughs> her back. Like, you know that they're like,
2: wow, Coraline's
1: <laughs> dating another guy. And, like, and then she walks up and
2: she's like, shh, shh, shh. she's coming over.
1: And they're Hi, like, yeah, Coraline. so like, that's like totally, you know that thing where you're talking shit about someone and they're coming and then so you just like come up with something random and you're like, and you're like oh yeah so like i mean and then i was like yeah <laughs> and it's just like nonsense
0: just finishing yeah. the end of a story yeah. that has no beginning yes. yeah
2: yeah she's coming over she's, she's, coming, she's coming um so that's why bologna instead of pastrami <laughs> yeah girl yeah
3: <laughs>
0: so she was like at the party and she th- i liked that part a lot because it was like um yeah like like you were saying lindsay she's like I could only hear every other word. And she was like, glad you're here or whatever. And then Coraline's like, I said, what are you doing here? (laughs) Like, why did you come (laughs) here? Like, oh, shit. That is actually like a nightmare. (laughs) And
2: this book was pulling some fake out cliffhangers. And so I thought Mm -hmm. this was going to be another cliffhanger. And so I thought like chapter's about to end, new chapter. Coraline's like, just kidding. So glad you're here. But no... Like it there were so real. many fake outs that when it was real, I was shocked. So like yes. when Corlin in fact did like was like fully gaslighting her and when Trixie ended up being the villain, I was like, okay, but when's the fake out coming? When right. when is the other shoe going to drop? And it didn't. And I was like <laughs> Oh. Okay, I guess this book has the occasional stake.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did it was it was very it reminded me a lot of like when someone is being so extra and so high drama and you're kind of like, are they kidding? And they aren't and you're like, oh, I am witnessing like somebody at a very bad time in their life.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
1: was like all the characters in this book
0: so many of them like uh, that and that was kind of the thing for me too because like i had the the same reaction uh as lindsay did to the to the big reveal that that trixie was um you know like the this evil person i was like this doesn't feel like it could possibly stick but then i was like looking at the number of pages left and i was like i don't know it seems like there's no time for anything else to happen but beyond that like i was so confused because Trixie aside, all of these other characters, like the quote unquote red herrings, most of them were like really bad people and did like bad things. And there were just like a lot of unresolved threads, like, like Cookie, one of the other employees set Paula up to go to this party for Coraline. I felt like that was never addressed
1: yeah and, and garth it was, was maybe
0: stalking her well, at here's one a, point
1: the, the addressing of it though seemed like a lie because she was yes, like that's what i was going to say because well. cookie was like wow like she's like something's off with us and i do not know what it could be do you want to ride on the back of my motorcycle which i love <laughs> that she rode a motorcycle yes mm-hmm. and then paula was like okay and then i was kind of shipping them but it didn't work out obviously because garth <laughs> got in the way um but so then she's like yeah well i'm meaning to talk to you about that because like What the hell? You said Coraline invited me to this party, and she meaned it, and she meant it. And then I show up, and she fucking screams at me, like you couldn't have stood up for me. I saw you; you were right there. And she was like, the music was loud. You said so yourself that you couldn't hear her at first. So how was I supposed to hear any of it?" And I was like, "But then the music cut out when she said that." Which is how I was
2: finally able to hear her. Yeah. And it's like, are you telling me you didn't hear the story of what happened at school because? If I went to this school, I would talk about nothing else for a month. Right. Because it's yes. 1991 and we have no social media and nothing yeah. else is going on. We are not plugged into politics. We only have this. And <laughs> Honestly, we're in such a small town that we used to have three places. We had the doghouse. We had Scoops, the ice cream place. And we had a drive-in. And the drive-in is no more. Because we a have man dies.
1: No
0: <laughs> they, they literally left Coraline's party... At the doghouse, and went to the only other restaurant in town, Mm -hmm. and like that, there's clearly nowhere else to go.
2: Also, I love that it was like, you know what, Corlin's being unreasonable. Let's go to the only other place in town where we can have some privacy. You know, where absolutely everybody will see us. Yes, (laughs) it's like known as the place that
1: like you go to if you don't want the people at the doghouse to see you. Like, it's, it's. Very (laughs) popular
2: place I was like well then Wouldn't everybody (laughs) Still know that you might be there Like if if it's like uh, Garth isn't at the doghouse The drive-in isn't open anymore The only other place is Scoops I guess I'll go home Right, like, yeah. you're not going to do that. You're Process go of to
0: elimination scoops. is cruel in yes. that way.
1: <laughs> isn't isn't that the thing though? Because she does show up and screams at them.
2: Yes, because she
1: like, finds
0: immediately. them immediately,
1: immediate, like within seconds.
2: Also, why is she leaving her party immediately <laughs> when she has just had this Lindsay... big successful moment of screaming yeah. Paula out? Wouldn't you like stay to just utterly gloat? She wanted to have like victory sex with
1: Garth. <laughs> or whatever the fuck his name is and then when he doesn't show up she's like where is my boyfriend and then goes to scoops and sees him
2: and i i oh i've lost my train of thought but if i was Coraline, i would be milking the story of me chewing her out for all it was worth like i would have been taking my little victory laps around the party it's like Did you not hear what happened? Okay, so here's what happened just now. All right, that bitch, Paula, who's been trying to steal Garth, we all agree he's not my boyfriend. But anyway, irrelevant. (laughs) So, blah, 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 blah. Well, let me back up a
1: little bit. Do you remember how I punched her in the side of the head in Jazzercise class?
2: (laughs) What a bitch.
0: (laughs) Do you believe uh, she
2: let me punch her?
0: (laughs) I felt like the Jazzercise teacher was like a rare hero yeah. in this book because <laughs> yeah. she like she like was that, that was so funny because like Coraline was pretending that they were friends and then immediately afterwards knocks her unconscious Paula gets up and is like oh yeah Corlin's my friend it's okay she can take me to the locker room and the gym or the jazz exercise teacher is like I don't think that's a good idea she <laughs> just like tried to kill you in full <laughs> view of our entire yes. class and then she lets Paula lead the class later. I was like, "Oh, this is a nice teacher."
2: Mm-hmm. That's such a the rare same thing of in Mr. Books? Woods. Oh, he yeah, was it is rare. But like, he was yeah, like, Mr. he was coded, on right? her ass about the. Oh yeah, he was. Um, on her ass about daydreaming during class, but this, but it's because she's new. I still don't think that's excusable teacher behavior. However, no. he was too mean. He was too. Mean Once she turns in. A well-written assignment. He's like, okay, so now you are also my favorite. Me and jazzercise Teach have been talking in the lounge and we Uh. fucking love you. And we (laughs) have decided. We have decided that Corlin will be sabotaged. We have decided that you
1: will take the lead dance role in the spring play, which she goes out for, which that was another thing. I was like, dance role. I was like, what is this dance role?
2: It's like, is this Um, Brigadoon? Is (laughs) Jimmy Kelly directing? It's um, like a 15-minute dream sequence <laughs> in the middle I of did, Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> I did like the um, the uh, jazzercise teacher. First of all, love that there's a jazzercise class at school.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Very jazzercise- 1991. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Jazzercise teacher. Did either teacher- of your moms do jazzercise? Yes, mother did yes. jazzercise. Good. My mom Very. actually...
0: Uh, god I think it was doing it was something like that she like tore her Achilles tendon doing that (gasps) yeah it was bad jazzercise that was like the same same time 93 somewhere around then
2: did you guys go with your moms to jazzercise and if so was there like a little pen to hold the children my god (laughs) because for us it was as if we were put in a penalty box to watch jazzercise the whole time
0: (laughs) I don't think I ever went with her I'm not sure I think it was when I was in school, mostly.
2: Yeah, I think my mom went while I was in school. My um, mom was going to school at the same time. Oh, uh, so she did nice a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Um, but I like that the jazzercise teacher was like Paula. I see something really special in you when I watch you jazzercise, <laughs> and I think that you should lead the class because. Oh, I I loved all the preamble too. She's like, she's like, hello oh my goodness, there's been an emergency. I have to go. (laughs) Normally class would be canceled, but you're so special, Paula. I believe that you, oh, and also like the fact that Coraline thinks that she's gonna leave the class is so delusional.
3: I love that. Yeah, Coraline
1: is fully like
2: untethered from reality.
1: Yeah, because she was like, of course, it's me, the girl who punched (laughs) another girl in the temple in
2: class. The girl who Paula has noted has absolutely no rhythm. Yeah.
1: And then Paula does it successfully. Everyone's like, wow, great job, Paula. Excellent class. And then Garth is like, I was watching from outside. You were so good.
2: <laughs> you look like amazing. You should have the the traditional dance role in the screenplay. <laughs> Do you guys think that maybe Jazzercise Teach and Mr. Woods were in cahoots? So like on the other end of the phone, it was Mr. Woods going like, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Now put Paula in charge. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna stick it to Coraline.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really like to see that little bitch Coraline go down.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that teachers have that where oh, they're they just have opinions? like absolutely yes. vindictive against like one kid in class. Totally, yeah. and it used to be Paula, but now it's Coraline.
0: <laughs> God, I really felt like Garth was. So I, I felt like Garth was a creep. I felt like he was a stalker. I wasn't sure what was going on with him. And I didn't feel like I got enough closure on it because he like runs yeah. up, runs up on her <gasps> and like yes! push it, like grabs her as she's like trying to get to her car or oh, whatever. That's a
2: classic,
0: I hated classic that. trope I
2: as hated well, that. where somebody grabs you and you think that you're being either abducted or pushed off a cliff, even if there is no <laughs> cliff present. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then but you're like, there? oh, it was my best friend hugging me.
0: Then there was like the <laughs> the other thing, too, where her neighbor like found Garth in the bushes and Garth was like, oh, oh yes. no, there was somebody else. There was somebody else looking in and I scared them <laughs> off. I was like, I don't think.
2: And I still yeah, don't no, believe that. I still don't believe it was anyone else. And like, I think that maybe like so he throws a brick through the kitchen window. It actually it was Trixie throwing a brick. But so let's say because this is more real. He throws a brick to the window And he's like, great. And then he looks down at his hand and he's like, shit, I forgot to attach my love note to the brick. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's like, now it just seems like Mm. a threat. Garth, you boned it again. I just, to me, like, I I did not, first of all, zero chemistry between her and Garth. I felt disgusted every time they were together. I was like, oh, this is disgusting, I hate it. And the fact that <laughs> oh, he was I'm like l- fucking thrown <laughs> yeah, every time I, there, I comes. was disgusted. Like when they <laughs> kissed, I was like, "Do not make
0: yeah. this."
1: <laughs> but the fact that he was like lurking around in the bushes, and the mean neighbor like drags him out and is like, "Look what I found," and he's like, "Oh, I was worried about you, so I." staked out your house? Like, I uh-huh. like, w- just knock on the fucking door and be like, hi, it's me. Like, wanna go get pizza or something? Like, be normal. Don't like hide. This is some like like you season two behavior. I don't know. Yes. I don't, I don't yes. need it. He
2: was masturbating in the bushes. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. Also,
2: like, I don't know, maybe get a fucking phone number from this girl. <laughs> yeah, like talk Follow to her out. at school.
1: I don't know. You don't like,
2: even have to go to her house. You never have to go to somebody's
1: house for the first
2: point of contact. Yeah. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. You,
2: neutral, neutral location. I would never in a million years show up at someone's house unannounced.
1: I didn't even know where my crushes lived. Like, I didn't know. Yes. (laughs) Right. In what world was I like hiding in the bushes?
0: After dark. And yes, then you're, and then yeah. you're like, oh yeah, okay. So, but like, here's the thing: I, I, really have a problem with the Trixie through the brick through the window thing because <laughs> yes. it's like that means that the mean neighbor couldn't tell the difference between yeah. Trixie with her Marge beehive. Simpson, yes,
1: Beehive, yeah, <laughs> Red
0: Beehive, and Garth Zvecker could not yeah. distinguish between <laughs> the two of them.
2: And the fact also, that that like, neighbor was fucking weird. Yeah, what the was neighbor was problem? strange. And when he came out, I just pictured him like. Frank Langella in the Lolita (laughs) HBO movie, yeah like running out, robe open, no underwear (laughs) on, screaming about like noise. And like he's probably 80. And then later it's like he had his four-year-old son. And I was like, oh no, this man is probably my age. (laughs) (laughs) He did have a young son.
1: I I was picturing I also pictured him as elderly for sure. Until we found out about the son.
2: Um because if somebody's I, concerned about noise they're old just automatically yeah,
1: old i i was picturing and i know you've heard this before lindsay um there when i lived in riverside um during college next door to me there was like a family of gary's and it was like a dad you no know, a grandpa named gary and then his son gary and then his, the grandson gary <laughs> why do I and not then there was another this? brother that was like jeff or something like he was not <laughs> part <Jeff>. of it <laughs> And like the Garys would always just like be doing just like stuff in that. Ha- like they were always Breaking. like. Yeah. And they had like power going to this RV that they were like probably cooking meth in. And like <laughs> they would throw their meth trash like in our trash. And so I'd open our trash and I'd be like, what is this? And yeah. like.
2: And it was a big tip off that on the side of the RV it said Gary's meth.
1: <laughs> yeah. Gary's like, meth. Like Gary's was plural. And, and then we yeah, had yeah, Gary's, Garys with the after yeah. the S. Yeah. <laughs> And the middle Gary, the middle Gary would like drive this like little four wheeler thing like around on the sidewalk really fast. (laughs) It was like very (laughs) dangerous. (laughs) But so I was picturing like that kind of situation, like the elder Gary. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: then he has the son, and I was like, he might be middle Gary. He might be middle Gary.
2: The whole Gary situation is thrown into turmoil. <laughs> the Gary paradigm has shifted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I was picturing. Indeed. But why um, does Trixie throw that brick? Like, all right, so the deal is yeah. everyone mm-hmm. that Trixie is playing pranks, you know, uh-huh. fun, dead pranks mm-hmm. on both the teenagers who work for her and the teenagers who come into the restaurant because mm-hmm. she thinks that they all think they're better than her because she dropped out of high school to go to beauty school. It's like a very Frenchy from Greece situation
3: mm-hmm.
2: and nobody does. Everybody thinks she's like fun and respects her, but she's convinced mm-hmm. she's got this inferiority complex. So she's like, I'm going to knock them all down a pig by like throwing bricks through their windows <laughs> and poisoning yeah. a man
0: and it's so crazy because it's like at the beginning of the book when she first meets Trixie like um, Paula comes in for her first day of work Trixie's like I started off here as a waitress and now I own it, own the place and Paula's like that's really cool yeah,
2: <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> reading it was like that is so impressive how on your waitress salary did yeah. you buy this restaurant? Good for you. I stand Trixie, and then like immediately was like, oh, I guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. I was like, wow.
1: Like what? Like this is like the American dream as it is sold to Americans.
2: And yeah, I thought she was gonna be like fun, like sassy waitress lady who called everybody sugar, and I was like ready for it. No, but
1: instead she's like planting knives in people's aprons. Yes. And, like...
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah. Um. But also i i wanted to really quickly touch on the fact too and i know i, I hate to like just like shit on garth for hours and hours but the fact <laughs> also that it. garth is hiding in the bushes to see what happens and doesn't see who through like you you're staking it out well there there's is your you,
2: proof that he was just masturbating exactly he did not he have was an eye on the action
1: he wasn't his eyes weren't eyes are up here buddy
2: In fact, like he saw a shadowy figure in the shape of Marge Simpson and went, oh, no, my peen.
1: Yeah, he was like, hide it. (laughs) And then he was like, I got blue balled by by that car. She
2: the (laughs) peen.
0: Which, I mean, it it kind of explains why um, Middle Gary is so mean to Paula (laughs) because he's like, I just caught this guy masturbating in your bushes (laughs) and you're now what you're just gonna like let him inside call the cops or something
2: Yes, like this is what comes of hanging out with like an undesirable element or like (laughs) something like that Well, uh, because I honestly I
1: know I know that Gary is mean to her middle Gary is mean to her Mm -hmm. Um, but I honestly I I I would be kind of like what the fuck like this is the guy you're dating like Like really? Cause like he, he was dick in hand in the bushes, and you're like, he's fine. Like,
0: Paula, well, grow, grow up.
1: Yeah, grow up, girl. Yes. Uh,
0: her mom is gone. This whole book, huh?
1: Absolutely gone. Yes. So gone. Just gone. 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 Where is she? Oh, she's traveling. Right, isn't she Yeah, yeah for business? her
2: high-powered, undefined job. Uh-huh. Yeah, her
1: high-powered businesswoman I job. love
2: the detail that it's like, Paul is like, well, my dad died, and then my mom fell apart and did nothing. And then six months ago, she got a high-powered job.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, you know wraps her to her,
2: Right. props
1: to her for like, because here's the thing, explain the gap in your resume, <laughs> Yes, this this bitch did it. Yes. She explained it away. She went. She was like, "Well, my husband died, and I had some dark times, but I'm back, and I'm ready to kick some butt." And got became, I don't know, a fucking oligarch or something. It's whatever like, she is,
2: <laughs> giving the opening monologue to strangers with candy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was a user, a boozer, <laughs> yeah, she and was- a loser.
0: It really <laughs> does seem thing. like she's just like what I don't know where they are. There's no details no. about where this town is, but it seems like there are no high powered jobs in this town. No, she has just yeah, parked. They lost parked the driving. <laughs> she has parked Paula in this town, and she's like literally just living somewhere else yes. where her job is.
2: Yeah, she came in fact to like, her home. Huh? The mom was just unloading Paula. <laughs> right, she's like. I can't, this drip is too much yeah, for wouldn't me. we all? She's though. holding me back. I'm going yeah. to become like a lawyer in New York and I'm just gonna like take her to some small town in Connecticut, say that I'm traveling.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, she just probably call every like,
2: three days and say, oh, my return got pushed back.
1: <laughs> uh, like, wouldn't we all do the same? As if mother. I had a daughter like Paula, Paula,
2: absolutely, absolutely, yeah. the temptation so is skinny. there for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's hard to resist that big a temptation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, she's your whole life. Mm. You're Too pulling boring.
0: down oligarch money, yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, who can yeah. be bothered with I that? I mean,
2: it's the 90s, there's a boom.
1: Oh, yeah, you're thriving. You're wearing like weird boxy suits to
2: work. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, you're wearing you... power suits. It's the Shoulder beginning pads. of pants yes. nation. You're still in skirts. Oh, my God. Pants Pant nation about to start. You're uh, going to. have got that big hair, probably fountain bangs oh, because it's 91. The we fountain hadn't bangs past it yet.
0: Paula's mom amazing. definitely uses the term super predator in 1992.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, she does. <laughs> she does. She does. She mm-hmm.
2: does. Mm hmm. That's um, why they moved to a small town.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the city's too dangerous. It's
1: too dangerous. White flight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay, wait. So what happens in this book? <laughs> so we said well, a good amount of it. We kind were like,
0: like, <laughs> what, the motorcycle ride where it's oh, like, it, oh, yes. she oh, thinks Cookie's yeah. going to kill her.
1: Which oh, I yeah. was like so mad I I was well because as I as you know I was shipping her and Cookie mm-hmm. so then when Trixie fucking blue balls everybody I was like don't mm-hmm. get in that car girl and she does
2: because mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't Cookie I knew it oh, couldn't be Cookie the car at the end right okay the so car. first there's the issue that like Trixie at some point puts sugar in her gas tank oh yeah yeah um, and her car dies.
0: And Garth is like, "Oh, that couldn't be Coraline, which is what Paula had thought, because Coraline doesn't know enough about cars to to do that." <laughs> yeah, even I feel, I feel like, like that's a very on. common.
2: Yeah, you especially that in, in the nineties.
1: That's like that, and like putting a potato in the tailpipe. Everybody right,
0: knows
2: exactly. Like, oh, actually, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like, I mean, I Something hate to sidebar and hate on Garth again, but
3: <laughs>
2: but Garth, I do
3: love to.
1: I, but I'm thriving, <laughs> Garth. Literally, when he like he keeps hanging out with Coraline and he's like, oh, she's having a hard time. This I'm is, like this. You got to stop.
0: hmm. He like is keeps jumping second back book and forth. In a row?
1: Yes. Second book yeah. in a row. Yes. Where the guy's like, I
2: have to give her a ride. And you're like, why? Cause I ruined her life by breaking up with her. Cause like that's how powerful my dick is. <laughs> like
0: the n- she's literal like having withdrawals.
2: Literal next day. <laughs> the next yes.
0: day he was like sitting with her at the doghouse and everything. And it's just like he's not. He's not a good person. All I will say. I we've talked a lot about Garth. Nineteen. This book is nineteen ninety one. In but, twenty. In twenty twenty Garth is on a registry somewhere. Wherever. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Neighborhoodwatchdog.com. Yeah. absolutely Maybe an <laughs> he's incel. He's up there. He, oh, I guess oh, he's handsome. Insult? I guess he's handsome. Well, it's like Penn Badgley on you is handsome, but he's still like mm-hmm. a weird, creepy stalker boy.
1: Yeah, and he likes Ben Shapiro. I think he <laughs> likes. He's yeah. like. He's like. But he's. Mm-hmm. He's. He's like. He's right. Uh, dry pussy. That's good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that does seem like something Garth would say. Creates more uh, friction.
1: Because Garth, here's the thing. We know Garth, first of all, when he's like, oh, yeah, these women are just like heartbroken after breaking up with me. I'm like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I believe you believe that, but I don't think he's doing anything special <laughs> that like is worth. It's like one date. Although Corlin, as we have discussed, is delusional. And but he got the, mm, that actually, I remember now that the issue is Garth. So it didn't you get the impression that Paula shows up in town. They've been dating for months. Garth starts talking to her as soon as she moves there. And then it's like months of Garth flirting with Paula while Coraline looks on enraged. Mm -hmm. But then when he tells the story, it's like, oh, we had literally gone out the day before. I was already wanting to just be friends. And so, yeah, I was flirting with you and it was normal. And I was like, but then why did you keep like leaving with her and how long has paula been in town with this yeah. impression that you guys are in a relationship and he says like oh no we we're like always fine and then like all of a sudden she decided she was uh my girlfriend i
0: i it's had like, the, the same exact impression her. it that whole his whole monologue about their <laughs> relationship blew yes. my mind when he was like <laughs> paula's first day at the doghouse, which is like the first chapter of the book, was the date of their second date. Coraline and Garth's second date was the same day as like the first day in this book. I was like, that they both have to be just like totally batshit for this to make yes. any sense, yes. especially Coraline.
1: Yes. But like truly, when he was saying that, like you guys, I also did not believe him whatsoever because I was like, because he's like, oh, uh, like it just seems so. Like, first of all believe women so i was like <laughs> i believe Corlin because he was like we've never like i barely dated her like to me that sounded so fucking fake i was like oh he's not to be trusted and he is just trying to like clean up his na- like he's he's trying to write the narrative of like yeah oh, Corlin's
2: crazy she's obsessed with me classic <sighs> but, dude move like oh yes. my ex-girlfriend's like so crazy when really it. it's just like you didn't actually break up with her
0: yeah Yeah. this is like the the like one layer under the main story narrative of this book is like Coraline is the victim of gaslighting like no wonder she's losing it because Garth Mm -hmm. keeps being like you know like we've been together for months and then he's like no that was our second date and then like the next day he's like with her again at the restaurant and then he's like no I'm with Paula now like
1: (laughs) He's, he's yes. like torturing her. He is torturing yeah. her because can you imagine when he shows up with fucking Coraline and is trying to flirt with uh,
0: yeah. Paula
1: in front of her? No wonder. And pa- then he's like,
0: why does this bother you, Coraline? Why does it bother yes. you? <laughs> We're on You're a right. date and I'm flirting with yes. someone else.
1: And then the person I'm flirting with serves you a dead rat. Dying <laughs> rat. Like, and then he's like, wow, Coraline, she's crazy. Am I right? Overreact chicks? much?
0: Coming around on Coraline a little bit,
1: yeah. Coraline, same. the hero,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. what? You have to consider all sides. Everybody, true. No one is any one thing, and everybody is living their own reality.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Have you watched Selling Sunset? I have, I have not, not. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. I've heard
0: good things, though.
1: It is tremendous. It just reminds me, you saying that, it just reminds me of, okay, there's like, obviously, you know, there's like a hero person and a villain person. And one of the, hero, it's like the difference between the hero person and the villain person is like so aggressive. Like, so Christine is painted as the villain. I might've mm-hmm. talked about this. And she's like, they have so. really exclusive homes that they need to sell. And so... Uh, in order to get people out to the property, they will like throw like a party and like invite all the richest people they know. And hopefully someone is looking for a fucking $40 million house. Ridiculous. <laughs> so so the villain's version of this kind of party is uh, burgers and Botox. And then uh, so you just go and you get free burgers and you get free Botox. And then the hero's version of it a look like on a, my face right now I know <laughs> <laughs> the, the hero's version of it is she's like I used to be homeless when I was a child and I get that so I'm gonna do char- a charity event that's like a silent auction um, and all the money is gonna go to a project that helps people transition from um being uh unhoused to uh, supporting themselves with a job and it's like just such opposite uh-huh. so the hero person her husband leaves her set- Serves her divorce papers via text. Oh, no. <gasps> yeah, via text message. She finds out, so she's just like weeping, weeping, crying. Like Adobe the- fill in sign. <laughs> that should not yes. be legal. <laughs> I know. I know. He's like, by the way, you should be getting like, a server processor is coming like to your house right now. Um, if you do that, you
2: automatically like have to pay all the alimony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Everything. <laughs> so she's just like completely blindsided, like crying, crying, crying
1: and and the the villain and like the villain's best friend are like i'm just saying like in front of everybody there's just like two signs to every story <laughs> this girl's like fucking weeping like experiencing like the emotional nadir of her life and they're just like i'm just saying two signs like we know your sign but like he seemed nice when i met him and everyone's like <laughs> so villainous and then and then the main villain Christine who unfortunately Micah told me I would be if I was on that show and I was like <laughs> she was like um she's like wow I'm really sorry to hear about your um text really divorce. sudden divorce um but I need to know if you're coming to my wedding because <laughs> it's going to be the event of the century girl oh and
3: so she goes to the fucking wedding she's
1: crying the
3: whole time
1: and then the villain's best friend comes up to her and is like it's so wasted. I'm just saying, there's two sides to every story. <laughs> she starts in again? Yeah, and so the fucking, like, the hero girl's, like, weeping and just leaves. And she's like, wow, what a bitch. She left the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I totally recommend this show. It's 10 out of 10. All the apologies oh, this are is like, amazing. Oh. Girl, I know. I had been drinking, yes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you were upset. But I am how I am
2: and i'm loyal oh god i i, am I how love I am, an, and i'm sorry I'm
0: you're upset
2: yes yes i'm sorry you got offended by what i did <laughs> but that's on you mm-hmm. um
1: but yes so there are two sides to every story
2: <laughs> i saw someone on but- twitter talking about uh, like a former boss being a total nightmare and when the person was like doing the slightest bit of pushback, they were like, but what about that email you sent me 10 years ago where you thanked me for something? Which is a classic I, narcissistic. Lindsay yes. and I know that I
1: dealt not with something like that recently. And I will just let the
2: listener speculate as to who I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> If you follow her life closely, you might be able to finger. I mean out. if
0: if somebody says one nice thing about you, it's like licensed to do all the evil things that you ever want for the rest yeah. of your relationship. Right? Because
2: for some reason that one ni- nice thing lasts forever, uh-huh. but the bad mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. have like a very short shelf life. Well, also,
1: like, life is, like, a balancing skills. So, like, if you do something bad, like, just do something good, and it
2: equals. Mm -hmm. My dad used to do that all the time with Father's Day cards.
3: Mm. Whenever I brought
2: up, like, something I was upset about with him, it would be like, well, what about the Father's Day card you sent me where you thanked me for everything? And I was like, it was fucking Father's Day. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I was, like, the secret in all of my Father's Day and birthday cards was, like, I was trying to teach him about you were trying what to push kind of dad him. I wanted him yeah. to be yeah. I was like thank you so much for all the support and never guilting me about any of the money you've loaned me.
0: You're like yeah. this is what I need from this relationship. <laughs> yeah.
2: and you then were trying to reference like that as like but this is the kind of dad that you said I am and I'm like that's the kind of dad I wanted you to be.
0: Uh, Father's Day cards should not be admissible as evidence. I feel exactly. like no, no,
2: no. That's your say. That's
0: unfair. <laughs> that's <hearsay>. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's I feel like we didn't even talk about like the central mystery of this book, which I mean, besides oh, yeah. besides the prank, which is why did the drivers or why did the drive-in close, and it was
2: yes, yes. All right, yes. So, um, it was because Jeff, the boy who was poisoned, supposedly at the drive-in was actually poisoned at the doghouse by Paula because he'd been talking about a college scholarship he got. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I never went to college and put like slow acting poison in his food. Horrifying. Which, what poison was this? I, I don't know. It was like time release capsules or something. Right? But like all poison kind of takes a while, right?
3: Yeah. I
1: unless, mean, unless it's like ricin right
2: yeah, cuz like, like isn't society? that like, <laughs> is
0: yeah. like so risky cuz it's like oh yes. god you know what it actually reminded reminds me of the time release poison thing um there was the crazy um like in london like 10 years ago or whatever there was like a russian former spy who was poisoned oh, yeah. by the russians <gasps> yes and that was like at a tea shop i i was just listening to a podcast about this and they like talk about how like they did put like little bits of it in his tea and then he died, like, you know, like, a week later or whatever. And I was like, Trixie is basically, like, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. It's just, like, (laughs) time delay poison. But this is so risky because, like, she knows she's in a town where if anything like this happens, the restaurant where it happened is closing forever. And forever. She poisons him at her own restaurant, which she bought with her waitress wages. It's and then it just so happens. <laughs> he goes to a different restaurant and dies there.
1: So she's so lucky that he did that because truly she's like flipping like I guess a three sided coin because it could right. be her place, scoops, or the drive in. Mm-hmm. And so if he had just gone home, yes. it would be like the last place he was. She didn't know that he was going to leave and then eat another meal at the drive
2: in. <laughs> he may so have, crazy. it may have been in the book that he mentioned he was going to the drive in afterwards. So she knew. But I don't know that for sure. And I still don't accept it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it yeah. means that she had the poison on hand, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was this <laughs> like- poison? She's like, just in case, I want to kill one of these kids. I'll if anybody brings up going to, go.
0: to college. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the fucking the next kid. Up <laughs> fucking
1: college. And fucking then get Cookie it. gets maybe like people are like, oh, was it Cookie? Because Cookie was was serving his table mm-hmm. at the drive-in
2: or his.
3: Oh,
1: hall. yeah. She
2: and then her job and that's how she ended up at the doghouse.
1: And then there was that like interesting like to kind of implicate Cookie slash Garth yeah, because like he was mean to Cookie and then Garth stood up for her. So then I was like, is there something there with her and Garth? But that was like a nothing sentence so it just like went away.
0: I got that impression too. That was like, yeah, people thought it was Cookie and Garth's fault and I was kind of like, oh, those are two names that we've never really seen mentioned together before. It seemed like a fanfic of an
1: uncommon pairing that like, People are like, you know, like when when people are like, oh, I, I want to read fanfic of like, I don't even like like Giles and Darla well, and Darla, <laughs> yeah, and like people like who don't have scenes together, right? And you're like, and people are like, what would happen if those two got together? And you're like, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I don't <laughs> know, <laughs> literally anything. <laughs> so it was That's very so like like when when I saw Garth and Cookie in the same sentence, I was like. Yeah, right. (laughs) I was like, like, I didn't even know they knew each
2: other. other? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I would like to know more about Cookie's nickname because Cookie is a classic nickname for a cook, Mm. and she doesn't like to go by her real name, which is Angelina.
3: Mm Hmm.
2: Maybe it's because of the association with LA's famous Angelina or Angeline Oh, Angeline. Um. So does that mean she's only had the nickname Cookie for as long as she's worked at the doghouse? Before that, everybody was just calling her Angelina, or she is has she it been must. cookie since she was like five and yeah it just maybe it so was happens that now she is also a cook and a diner. I really liked
1: the nickname cookie. I thought it was cool, like I feel like it was similar to uh an if I had read this book, I would have been obsessed with that name, similar to like um in cheerleaders, what were their names Bobby and Corky oh like yeah. those names I'm like those I would have been. Like, th- I would have wished that was my name.
2: It's very Buffy as well. It's, yeah, it's
1: just yeah. like cool. Buffy, like, quirky, I don't know.
2: Bobby Cookie. She
0: kind of has Buffy vibes, Cookie. Yeah, she's she does. like, she just is constantly leaving school, driving <laughs> off on her motorcycle. <laughs>
2: yeah, Fighting she's like, vampires. Very right. not. Jeff was actually school. a vampire and she staked him. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Trixie just happened to have poisoned him beforehand. (laughs) So they found that in his system because in this universe they don't get dusted. They don't get dusted. They don't get dusted. Mm -hmm. They just Mm. turn human, let's say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I liked the description of when Cookie takes off her bike helmet. It's like a halo of dark curls. Mm -hmm. And I was like- That is cool. That's a fun description. I use that description often.
1: Really? When I write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed that about myself because I, yeah. I was like, yeah, there, I specifically was uh, in Exile. There's like a part where the character's like on the, on this like scary rocky beach and it's like very like windy and her hair is in a terrifying halo. And so mm-hmm. it, it like mm-hmm. that, yeah, ha- halo, I've, I don't know. I must have got it from somewhere, you know, Love subconsciously.
2: That. I just listened to the cruise episode of Exile. Because oh. I'm making my way through Because nice. I don't have like as much of a life built around podcasts. I, I don't podcasts, either. But I am yeah. prioritizing yours. Oh, thank, LA you. Podcast. thank you. Because thank you. Politics are scary and I need to know what's going on. Yeah. Exile's um, so uh, really fucked up, Kelly. <laughs> it's like really terrifying and gross. I'm so
0: excited to listen to it. It's really I good. I love narrative, narrative thank podcasts. You. Thank you.
2: a good you. writer. I love it. oh thank
1: you it's um yeah I was joking but also serious about that like my favorite genre to write in is sad horror because like everything right. no matter what I do it always ends up I'll set out and I'll be like okay it's it's just gonna be like oh like this 13 days 13 shorts thing that I'm doing for Omar's project I was like it's just gonna be a fun like kids story but they are investigating a murder and also, it's, like, pretty sad. So I was like, why am I
2: doing this? Uh, I do that as well, where I, like, yeah. uh, set out to write something fun and light. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, and by the way, Tuba has dead kids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just, I think it's that you, um, you're just trying to, like, write fleshed out characters and um, we're just all very sad yeah. right now. That is so basically it's... what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Not a whole lot of levity going on in the world. No,
1: (laughs) no. I mean, would that we lived in the world of the waitress. My God. (laughs) (laughs) If those are my problems, if those are my problems that like someone's locking me in a freezer thing and I can get Mm -hmm. out, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Next
0: time somebody throws a punch at you in jazzercise class, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know to get out of the way. Yeah, Yeah. you
1: just jazzercise out of the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe once.
2: Punched me in the temple once. (laughs) Shame on you. Punched me twice. Shame on me and brain damage. (laughs) Ow.
1: Um. But yeah, this I this book was very silly. I think in talking about it, I discovered I liked it more than when I was reading it.
2: Always, I was about. I was going to say the same thing. I was like fucking hating my life reading this book. I was like, I can't believe we're making Scott read such a dumb one. This one is so monumentally dumb and boring and stupid, and there are so many fake outs, and I can't believe it's Trixie. What the fuck? And then I'm talking about it with you guys, and I'm like, this book was epic and iconic. (laughs) Well, I, I guess I just like forgot about how iconic Coraline
1: is as a character because she is so... She's like jawbreaker lo- level. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I love yes. an arch, you know, villain in these kinds of books that were like her behavior is so in- intense
0: and that you're unapologetic just, and yes, in every way.
1: Mm-hmm. That you have no
2: choice but to stand. Oh, oh. All right. Before we wrap this up, we have to talk about the fact that there was like a classic urban legend twist. After, <gasps> yes i forgot about um, that yes after, oh my god um, paula escapes the freezer the at the restaurant she gets in her car and she's driving and there's this guy <sighs> frantic, like, oh honking my behind god her, and like won't let her go is like riding her tail tries to get next to her keeps like pointing like pointing a thumb in the direction of her car and she's like what i'm going as fast <laughs> as i can She's like, excuse then, me, I'm driving. And then <laughs> he speeds by and she's like, that was crazy. And she looks in the rear view mirror and fucking Trixie is there yeah. with like a knife. Knife. And I was like, wow, that is fun. And also, why did this man just not assume that this was another passenger in her car?
1: Well, and if he was concerned, he should pull over and help and not just be like, well, I can't put on the brakes, so I just got to go where I got to go and good luck to you, ma'am. I
0: cannot believe it. I totally forgot about that when she, yeah, (laughs) when she's in the backseat and it's so crazy. I have a really horrifying relationship (gasps) with, with that urban legend. Um, Like, I guess just like childhood scarring thing just because like, um, When I was a kid, you know, Blockbuster, they used to always, like, play previews just, like, on a loop. Yep. Um, So I just, like, have this really intense memory of the movie Urban Legend coming out. I
3: (laughs) loved
1: that movie. Great I was very scared by it.
0: But they were playing the preview for it, like, on a loop in Blockbuster. I just remember being there, and the preview is of that particular legend where it's, like, the, the college students in the car and she gets decapitated by the guy and I was like six years old and I'm just like watching this as my mom <laughs> looks for like movies to rent and I'm so scared and I go home and I look up the word decapitated <gasps> in in an old like paper dictionary and I was just like terrified. <laughs> and that oh Urban God. legend has always like stuck with me because of that experience.
1: Dude, how many times were you traumatized by either a book or i'm sorry a movie cover or like something that was playing on loop in a blockbuster cuz i feel like so often for me it was warehouse uh video rentals we went to mm-hmm. warehouse and then once warehouse closed we went to blockbuster but um there were so many times where i saw trailers or like sometimes they would just be like playing a movie yeah um and i remember like seeing a part of a movie that i was too young to be watching and getting like really scared or just like certain movie covers or movie images um have stuck in my mind because i would like stare at them either because i was very titillated by them yeah or like striptease i was very titillated by the cover f- for striptease i was like oh my
3: god there's someone <laughs>
1: naked <laughs> that and showgirls i remember seeing the covers of those and being like,
3: <gasps>
2: Um, I had that with the movie Shiloh because I was very titillated by how fucking cute that beagle is. Dude, that Shiloh <laughs> beagle, that beagle is cute. the cutest shit I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. I would just go by, and I was like, I'm not interested in this movie whatsoever. It looks very hokey. I'm already too old for it, but I'm obsessed. With it.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: the beagle was very, very cute. I remember also um, this, I wasn't scarred by this, but I remember seeing the cover for. Shoot. What was it? Um, Someone it's about there's like bowling aspect to it. Someone has a hook for their hand. Oh, um, oh King. I want to say Woody Harrelson. Kingpin. Yeah. Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. Bill Murray. Yeah. I had ne- I've never seen that movie in my life, but I remember I it recently staring at that cover.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think we've. A lot of those from Blockbuster. And it's all like, uh, actually, aside from Urban Legends, it's like mostly movies that I don't even think I've really seen, like Halloween H2O or whatever. Like, those are like the movies that were like playing in video stores when I was a kid. And yeah, I actually saw
2: Halloween H2O in theaters and had never seen Halloween. Oh, (laughs) I didn't like horror movies when I was little. I loved reading horror. Yeah. But I was so, like, the actual vi- visual of it was too overwhelming for me mm-hmm. and my superstitious brain. Um, but for some reason, I saw Halloween H20 in theaters, and I was like, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is neither good nor scary. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I have, do love okay. Jamie Lee Curtis.
1: <laughs> I have one, and I think maybe we've done this on the podcast, but I'm going to see if you guys, do you remember the cover for the movie... Hold on. Yeah, okay.
2: I fucking love the sound of your keyboard. Every time I hear it, it's such a delight. It's that mechanical so keyboard, baby. Mm-hmm. It's
1: so clicky-clacky, and it's also very cute. Uh it is the razor, the pink one.
3: Oh, it's really nice. cute.
1: It's really cute. Um, okay. Do you remember the cover for the movie? The truth about cats and dogs. Yes. Yes. No. Okay, Lindsay. Yes. In your recollection, mm-hmm. what is on the cover of this?
2: movie um it's Uma Thurman yeah she's wearing one of the most hideous 90s dresses yeah you could be wearing like for some reason even though that movie is all about how beautiful she is um it puts her in the absolute worst clothes mm-hmm. um is she so she's I believe in the middle of Janine Garofalo and what's his butt who is the love interest in that movie is it Living. it
0: I am stunned by Doesn't how much matter. of this cover that you remember. Uh, no, no, no. Wait,
1: wait, wait. Hold, hold well, on, I might uh, be wrong, though.
2: <laughs> oh, I think it's Ben Chaplin. Oh, yeah, he's cute. Um okay. Is there a leash wrapped around somebody? Yes. Who is it wrapped around? It is wrapped around Uma. Yes. And um, there is a dog present. <laughs> there is a and dog. present. it's got, okay. like, the loopiest font. Yes. the The, the font is, mm-hmm. like... Loopy. Which I did, in fact, use on my junior high geometry zine. Cool. That was for a project. <laughs> not something I'm bad at math and geometry. <laughs> this is not something I did in my free time.
1: Okay. Someone is wearing roller skates. Mm, mm. Who is the wearing man? roller skates?
2: No. <gasps> Uma? No. <laughs> How It couldn't. It's Janine? No. Oh. Um. The fucking dog. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> oh,
3: my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How?
2: <I> He's <laughs> <This> wearing <laughs> two pairs <laughs> <pores laughs> of roller, <laughs> roller <skate>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, It's because he was a pet photographer or something. He was a photographer and he was doing a pet <laughs> session. Janine Garofalo was a like um, pet, ex- kind of like a dog whisperer lady who had her own yeah. radio show. So when he's having this like catastrophe with this dog in the photo shoot he calls into the radio show and then he loves her voice so he like calls and gets her number but when it's time to meet up it's just like it's Cyrano de Bergerac when it's time to meet up Janine sends her super hot neighbor Uma who wears mm. the drabest like lame like cotton print dresses <laughs> with like a ribbed long sleeve underneath she
1: yeah is she's wearing a like like okay, you know those. You know what she's wearing? Those two layer dresses, shapeless. Mm-hmm. Inside layer is like a slip. Outside mm-hmm. layer is like a crepey type
2: floral pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it sunflowers or no? It's. Uh, I just close. I might the be thinking of sunflowers just because that was big in the nineties. The sunflower no. print. I had a sunflower print vest.
1: It, but it's similar because it's blue background with like flowers. Ah. And then oh yeah, white. Mid bicep sleeve
2: <laughs> yes. shirt underneath
1: yes. the spaghetti strap dress.
2: Yes, I knew it. I re- I don't know why I remember this very well, but so that was one of your That's, movie boxes. That was one that like that. But I always misremembered it as
1: like they were wearing roller skates and like the they were on a bench, but there's no bench, and the dog is wearing roller skates.
0: And they're like in Santa Monica. I'm looking yeah. They at it have now. to be in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Oh my god.
2: Um, they're like, I, for some reason, like, it, it wasn't like I liked this movie, <laughs> but I watched it frequently. Yeah, I've never I seen thought, it in my life. I thought that What's-His-Face was really cute, and I thought Janine Garofalo, I was so mad at this movie all the time because because of the clothes they're putting on Uma Thurman. I was like, she looks like a fucking dork to me. And Janine Garofalo is, like, gorgeous and cool, so I yes. don't know what this movie's problem is. Here's the thing. That outfit... Actually,
1: okay, her sleeves are longer than I remember because I pulled it up again. They're, like, mid... Oh, yeah, mid, they're, like,
2: three quarters. Three days. quarter.
1: This outfit, though, I could see someone that's, like, way cooler than me that's, like, I make mixed-media, like, found-item art mm-hmm. and is, like, you know what I mean?
0: Do, like, painted eggshell collage work or yes, something.
1: Yes, yes, and, like, <laughs> does, like like, produces, like, dream pop music or something like this girl is like very cool and like artsy but that's not how she would be portrayed in this Mm -mm. like she's like the hot idiot she
2: has like the worst haircut in this movie oh yeah it's It's like like a floopy and then like a (laughs) tragic mishap with a rachel do yeah and i was right so i'm looking up the poster my memory was correct i used this exact font I believe it's called curls geometry. I believe it's called curls c u
1: r l z. I believe you look that up. I believe I'm correct. Last curls font. Let me see here. Oh my god! It is. Well, is it? Is similar. This is scintillating for anybody listening. Were all of the (laughs) graphic designers
0: like forcibly imprisoned for (laughs) most of the (laughs) nineties? It
2: seems that way. (laughs) It. I mean (laughs) the use of. Papyrus oh. and this curly-ass font. Oh, my God. And I'm sorry, but the crime of the f-
1: credits font for the above the title. Do you yeah. see this? It's like... It's
0: like Ace Ventura.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, so are we supposed to be shipping anybody in this? Yeah, Janine and Ben. We are? Yeah, they Because end up every together. single picture I am at. looking at is Janine and Uma. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, She's Maybe better. Her
2: all the lines. Maybe better. Maybe better though. Yeah, that is. He true. is cute. He this, this man is cute, but yeah. um, there is so when he calls, I swear I am not shitting you. I was thinking about this movie last night. No. Yes. You and I have I been very, this, very mm, too close, too, too close connected. Too too so close. There's a really horrible example of this that we can share once I'm done with this anecdote. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this movie last night because in when he calls Janine Garofalo's show, she tells him to calm the dog down, take his ears and just like, I hit my mic, lightly massage the tips of his ears and that will calm Ah. him. And I have tried to do this for the last, what is this? Like 20, what year is this? Anyway, since 1996, every time I encounter a dog, I try to do this, and it never works. It never they never like, well. like it that much. They don't like that much. Still, I'll try it and I'll try it. So I last night with Edwin, I tried to massage the tips of his ears, and I was like, again, it doesn't work. Why do I still? <laughs> why yeah. do I still try this truth about cats and dog shit? It has never worked. So I was thinking of this movie last night. Wow.
1: I was like, oh, Lindsay. That. And then today, uh, today, when I brought up the thing, mm-hmm. we've been very, very in sync. Mm-hmm. Um, I texted Lindsay last a uh, couple days ago, maybe yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I was like, oh, I did not sleep well. Um, because I had horrible dreams. I was like, I w- had like maybe the worst nightmare, like my worst. Like I was like scream sobbing in my sleep mm. because I was at a party in my dream, and someone had roofied everybody. And I was the only person that knew about it. So I was like trying to protect these girls and like get them out of the party. But then I was like losing track of them. And like, you know, I'd like turn away and then turn back and they're gone. And they're like all fucked up. And I was like scream sobbing, like trying to like open this door get them out. Like could not do it. I tell Lindsay this.
2: I had had the exact same dream the week before
0: what the the fuck
2: yeah dream i go to a party i get there i find out this group of guys are calling it a roofie party this is something they do regularly so now i've found out i'm trying to get all the girls out before they drink anything some of them are all fucked up i'm like ushering them out of these doors i can't get a few of them and they lock me out of the party and i was Uh. scream sobbing i was like I've never cried this hard in my life, in this dream. I am just like so upset.
3: It was, it was exactly
2: the same. It was exactly the same. I was, <clears throat> the only difference is I was like, Kelly, did yours take place in a weird grocery store? And she said, no.
1: Now it took place in a hotel lobby.
2: Well, your sound got was
0: really again. horrifying. It's
1: really loud.
2: I don't know what to do.
1: I'll just keep talking, just and then hopefully it goes up. down, and it's going down. It's I don't know why this is happening. It's never done this before. Um,
2: Scott, what dreams have you had about roofs? <laughs> yeah, you <not laughs> had any dreams like that?
0: God, none. Thank goodness. Yeah, um, God, it's like Cassandra status, like uh, Greek Greek mythology, because mm-hmm. like are mm-hmm. trying to save people, but they can't be. You can't, can't get be to them. Saved.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Strange, very, um, very vivid, very bad dreams. Scream, sobbing, like. Yeah. I, I have not.
2: I was, I woke I, up like holding my head, feeling like I had like run 12 miles in my dream. Because I was yeah. so exhausted and traumatized.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I literally woke up ugly. and I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you're just like, Ugh. it was so bad, but it was crazy because we were just like, oh no, how are we so synced?
2: Also, you know. it was, and I'm, Sorry if this bothers anybody, but like it happened at the same point in our respective menstrual cycles.
1: And my period was off the fucking wall this month. <laughs> it not good in
2: years.
0: We're, mm-hmm. I mean, we're like, this it, is basically like end times for like the all of the mm-hmm. cycles, I feel like, because the election's coming up. Mm-hmm.
2: So, and it my is. theory was that that was going to be the announcement about the moon. That it makes our periods worse. That yeah, it's making all our periods worse. There was a worse.
0: moon announcement?
1: Yeah, there was this I, tweet that's the what, other day. L- Lindsay's L- like, like, maybe that's what the moon announcement's about. And I was
2: like, Swain, <laughs> the moon announcement? I thought for sure Scott was at least going to know. God damn it. It was all over Twitter. People were talking about like, you there read was NASA had some big announcement about the moon. But then I haven't heard anything since. Was I being death pranked? <laughs> Welcome,
1: wake up, sheeple. All you
2: know what? I bet you it's somewhere. I bet you there's Trixie's some. Back. I have to see what this moon announcement is. NASA that to does announce actually... new science results science about results? the moon. This sounds and just
1: fake as hell. Lindsay, and Lindsay, new science results Look, about
2: the moon.
0: Me, yeah, that it it doesn't is on sound real.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it is also on nasa.gov, So. It, okay. is, it is, it and is, And that was three days ago. Yeah. Well, where's the announcement, NASA? We yeah. want our
0: science results.
2: I have to go to space.com and check on this all the time. Space.com, all of my space news. I wish it was like space-news.biz. biz. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, um, I really want to know what the new science results are about the moon. I assume that, ba- like based on recent trends, I'm just gonna guess that whatever it is, the moon, like everything else, is getting slightly worse. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, or drastically worse is the case. Drastically worse. Yeah, yes. Drastically <laughs>
2: worse. Uh, science says that uh, the that COVID did come from the moon. It was in <gasps> fact bio warfare, uh... but it was moon warfare.
0: That would actually be fun. I would welcome that news.
2: Yeah. Honestly, I th- I I'd mean, be mean, if relieved. we have to have it, I, it's more fun <laughs> if it came from the moon.
1: Yeah. N- moon. <laughs> Moonvid. Moon, 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 moon virus. Moonvid
2: 19.
1: Moonvid. That's Moonvid. cute. Moonvid.
3: <laughs>
2: so, you
1: know what's weird? Before we recorded this, I would have been like, skip this book. But maybe, I now I say read it.
2: I feel like, yeah, now that like we've given people the right Lens with which to read it, perhaps. Yeah. What do you think, mm-hmm. Scott?
0: Fun to talk about. I really, really have enjoyed talking about it. It's Way safe. more fun to talk about than to read. Get people in a room and all read a book, read the book together.
3: Yeah, do yeah
0: uh, Sick. I don't know. Don't do that. Actually, that's a terrible advice.
3: A oh, Zoom
2: God. room. This be safe. This uh, girl I know through UCB um, tweeted. I won't say her name because that feels like too exposing. But she did publicly tweet that like an ex-boyfriend called her when she was on a weekend getaway with friends. And he was like, so I finished my pilot and I'd really love you to read. And she's like, hmm, yeah, I'm on a weekend getaway with my friends. And he was like, well, why don't you gather them and do a reading? And and she was like, no, I'm not doing that. And he was like, wow, you're really selfish. And she's like, so I did it. No. I am so sorry.
1: But if I was on a weekend vacation with my friends and one of my friends was like, Guys, I came up with a fun new activity for us. We're going to read my boyfriend's pilot. I would be mm. like,
2: um, I have Stop. to go. Break up with this man yeah. now, girl. We are
0: all risking deadly illness so that we can read <laughs> my Private island, we were all tested
2: screenplay. before. <laughs> well, she did say this happened a few years ago, and she was like, okay. oh, happy okay. ending, I have a good boyfriend now. Oh, um, good, 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 good. Or possibly husband. What's going on with her? Uh, I do feel like her. I should shout out her Twitter account actually. So it's uh The Steinbergler, Sydney Steinberg oh, at Yeah, the nice S T E I N B E R G L A R. She's funny, so follow her. Things. Yeah, she was funny. Um, but that was terrifying um, to me. She was yeah, like, I no, have a really horrible. scary story. And then I read, it, I was like, Yeah, that was terrifying. That was a really scary story. That is story. scary. That <laughs> is really scary.
1: Um but so that's the book. Yeah. I say go out there, read it, talk about it. Um, but more importantly, thank you so much, Scott, for joining us. You were such you. a pleasure. Yes. This was delightful.
2: Um, you'll have to come on again. So Maybe much fun. Yes, I would love Sinclair to. Sinclair Smith expert. <laughs> I would never do that to you. I would never do that to you. Oh, I am so sorry that never. we've given this to you.
0: Somebody has to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need to have
2: a
1: Sinclair Smith
2: correspondent.
1: Uh, Um, but thank you so much. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Uh,
0: yeah. So, um, I am, I do a podcast called LA podcast. We talk about LA city politics stuff, which because of the city that Los Angeles is just happens to be very, um, entertaining. I think it's full of scandals and, uh interesting bad people um so <laughs> if you are interested uh la podcast at the la pod um on twitter and we also just released a an election guide for the election coming up if you live in la um so you can find that at the thelapod.com
2: and i have uh used that voter guide for as as long as i've been listening to the podcast
1: it's very it's very, very helpful mm-hmm.
0: thank you
2: very very
1: helpful and we are fans in this podcast and in this house of your podcast. So guys check it out. Mm-hmm. It's really good.
2: Really, really good. Yeah, just uh just like don't even bother just like vote for everything that Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean truly like you're busy, right? I don't know what right? terrible
2: opinions you have and I do know what their good opinions are. So please right? do theirs instead of yours. Yeah. I don't there we know go. Your, your life. I don't know. God, no 122 you live in california no? oh please, please my god please no, I have, we have been screaming about
1: this on this podcast ignore those fucking emails from uber and lyft that um, are like guys drivers love 22 get that shit <laughs> the fuck out of there i don't even know how these damn people got my
2: email <laughs> i this morning i tweeted about this i got an email So, I'm signed up for uh, USPS like mail delivery alerts. It gives Mm -hmm. me like the scan of what's coming in the mail that day and package tracking numbers and blah, blah, blah. At the top of this email today was a fucking giant screen wide ad. Like, I couldn't even see anything else in the email. It was so big of a Mothers Against Drunk Driving endorse Prop Mm -hmm. 22. And I was like, Go fuck yourself. I saw that
1: too.
0: So bad. And all the news about like drivers having to literally having to give yes on 22 literature (gasps) to passengers and also like click something in their app to acknowledge that they've given it to their passengers (gasps) just in order to take rides. It doesn't. I don't. It's evil.
1: That's so evil. Seriously, it feels like like Victorian era London in like a <laughs> fucking factory. Like and Charles like, Dickens
0: shit. Yes, yes, this is
1: some like Dike- Dickensian grotesque. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mark that off on your on your yes, fucking bingo. I haven't bingo. said it in so long. <laughs> <laughs> Dickensian grotesque, they're back with a vengeance. Uh-huh. Holy and shit. It is
2: like some like, what was that called? Like people suspect that Edgar Allan Poe like busking when they would like kidnap a man, get him drunk, and send oh him multiple yes. times into a voting
1: booth. Yeah, they think <laughs> his cause of death was like too many costumes.
2: What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They think there are possibilities that Edgar Allan Poe was kidnapped, drunked up, and made to vote multiple times in different, in different outfits,
3: outfits. Oh
0: and wigs and a
2: political party, and then just abandoned in a ditch.
0: It's oh my god. So anyway, so it's the more you know,
2: than yes. you know. It is. <laughs> it is. It's very macabre. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um macabre. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's uh that's the episode. That was the book. Um a big thank you again to our wonderful guest, Scott Fraser. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank Make sure you. you guys check out LA Podcast. Uh big thank you to our Patreon listeners. Um, you keep our show alive, patreon.com slash teen creeps. We've got a lot of really fun, cool stuff for you uh as far as Incentives go. And a very special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you so much, Amanda Engel,
2: and Dwyer. Ashley Fritz, Claire Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny, Emily Pooley, Gabriella Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Grace Armstrong, Jeremy cronk Jessica Smith Harper, Jonathan Venable, Jordan Colwick, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Katie Burns, Kelly Burns, Christerina, Landry Desmond, Laura Hooper, Lonnie Martin, Luke Bartek, Mandalay Wolschläger, Marco Pavlicich, Mariana Terzakis, Melody, Megan Lozier, Micah Yunus, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly Marks, Oscar Gallegos, Randy Klett, Rashad Black, Rogue Kalahua, Sersha Descaro, Sarah, Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Nichelle, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Shannon Pickens, Sydney Bollinger, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Valdez and Wendy Bartos. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We love you. We love appreciate you. you. You are the wind beneath our wings. <laughs> so, check, make sure you check out uh, LA Podcast. Um, and oh, yeah. And you can find the voter guide. Uh, the website is thelapod.com. And it'll be um, pretty obvious where that is. Actually, being yeah. honest, yeah, it's pretty not- easy to find. It's not actually that obvious when you go to the site yeah it actually doesn't immediately pop up so if you want to just google la podcast voter guide um
1: can we link
2: it in our description um i mean if you want to make sense or whatever i guess (laughs) we could do that um but i Mm. prefer the circuitous route of find it
1: yourself listen so. Uh, you can follow me on social media, just look me up.
2: <laughs> um, All right, cool. So awesome. we will link it in the in the podcast description. Great. Uh,
1: can we say what we're covering next week or is that? Yeah, we can. Oh yeah, we can.
2: Oh, we said it in the last episode, but yeah, we, switched so we switched it around. The orders Because we wanted this episode to come out before the election, because we're shouting out the LA Podcast Voter Guide. Um, so maybe we yeah. well, all right. So next week, oh, yeah, we'll just say for, you. for you. Crazy for you. Yeah.
1: So next week we're covering crazy for you. So sorry about that, uh, switcheroo, but we just wanted to, uh, be able to get, get you guys some resources before the election. Yep. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. And,
2: uh, we love you. Yes, we love you. Um, what have I been saying? Wear a mask keep socially distanced if you can afford it for your job if you have one I do not maybe you're luckier than me Oof. it's fine I'm doing fine we're doing great thank you for your we're help thriving. Uh, yeah, black lives we're matter trans lives matter yes um, we are all panicked um, donate to the panicked fund <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're in California no on prop 22 and keep it creepy
0: forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Dog. and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, Dog. at Forever Dog Team